Back to school, back to school, to prove to dad I'm not a fool. Back to school. Wait, no, I got my boots. That <laughs> man, a bottle of shampoo and conditioner. We're I know, right? I just, we just we just watched it. I forgot the song already. I mean, maybe that's too much knowledge. That's what it is. Hey, it's yes. get geekish. <laughs> too much knowledge is in here. That's why I can't remember anything. That is the best excuse I'm going to use for everything now. It's Get Geekish Podcast. Uh, welcome back. Beto here, Derek over there. And Woo! we are talking geeky stuff like we do every week. And being that it is the season of learning, we're talking about back to school. Tis the season. Mm-hmm. Which is, uh... <laughs> I, it's interesting because school is such a big part of just about everybody's life. Right. Up until they're 18 to 25 years old. Some people it continues on forever. Like my wife's a teacher, so she's had school and summer break her entire life. I haven't had a summer break since I was 22 years old. But now that I've got a little one that's getting up to school age, it's starting to bring back a lot of memories and relive some of those moments of, oh, yeah, I remember that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so it's, uh, it's interesting because, you know, uh, my little one, she's going into middle school this year, which is like, you know, middle school is always, well, for 80s and 90s kids, middle school was always the most traumatic part of your, <laughs> I would say, your schooling. You look back and those were some awkward, awkward times. Nowadays, I don't think the kids have to deal with what we dealt with, but. We got different stuff. I I, yeah. I, I think it's the problem that uh, when I when people I know in my house that are middle school teacher, they say that and people look at them like they're crazy. Like, you want to deal with those monsters? How could you right. deal with that? But I think most of us remember middle school and even if we went to a decent middle school or had not that bad of experience we all remember it being terrible because you're (laughs) chock full of body changes and hormones and everything is awful and everything is a big deal and everything is terrible so i i think somebody could have gone to a completely run-of-the-mill better than average middle school and probably could still look back and be like oh yeah middle school was awful it was so terrible (laughs) true i mean look at too i mean in the 80s and the 90s you also had a lot of movies that focused on, you know, the elementary to middle school years, you know, you got the three ninjas, you got little rascals, you know, rich, rich, that type of stuff where you're, you know, growing up, you can relate and you're like, Oh man, I wish. And then you go to your middle school and you're like, you know, me, I was the, I was the nerd in, well, what was it like sixth or seventh grade? I had size 11 shoes, big old glasses. And, and, you know, everybody called me clown feet. So there there's that, you know, middle school is great. <laughs> but uh you, you want to know a, a look into my psyche here let's see it sometime okay. around i want to say fifth sixth grade somewhere in there started getting made in fun of for liking things that were still stu- still too childlike so i would make myself turn off my after school cartoons at least oh. once a day and watch at least 15 minutes of sports center <laughs> to watch something adults so I could talk to my friends at school that were, you know, not into cartoons anymore. Right. You're walking around <laughs> school. You're like, did you see those highlights last night? He's rumbling, bumbling, stumbling in the end zone. Thank you, Chris <laughs> Berman. You got me through some friends in middle school. Well, the thing is, is like, I don't know. I didn't go through the phase of not watching stuff. I did go through the phase of not admitting it um, because I remember riding the bus to school, you know, I grew up on the boonies. So we had a good 30 minute bus ride to school and (laughs) kids were talking about Pokemon and everything like that. And this was like what is becoming more and more popular. Now, you know, I 
wasn't into it, but I would watch the cartoon because it was on after school. So I'd watch it. And, you know, they're like talking like, oh, Pokemon and trading cards or everything. And then I'm like, okay. And they're like, you like that show? I'm like, no, no, not at all. And, you know, and in my head, I'm like, who's that Pokemon? Pikachu, <laughs> you know, but uh, it, it's weird because like, those were some interesting times, you know, and, and like I said, right before we start recording this, it's like part of it, you get excited. You would pump yourself up for school. You'd get to go back, right? It was, you get to see your friends again, but how quickly that changed after like the first week back to school. <laughs> sometimes, I mean, sometimes the euphoria could last a few weeks. Yeah. Sometimes it could be like an hour. You get to your first class and you're like, I'm done with this. When's summer starts? <laughs> right, well, yeah, especially if like, um, what was it? seventh grade for me they did we had algebra for first period don't do that to kids don't (laughs) don't put math first thing in the morning it's it's not fun it's not fair it's (laughs) it's torture (laughs) you know do do something like language arts or i don't know (laughs) art well, it's, it's something that you, you get to the end of summer and, you know, summers keep getting a little bit shorter. And around here, we definitely had summers because some places have had year round school for a long time. But mm-hmm. we're talking darn near three months off from school in the summertime. You come back, you get a little bit bored by the end of summer. You've done just about everything you do around the house. You probably kind of stick your family. There's only a handful of friends you actually see that you can get to because, like you said, school is one of those social events that when you're a kid, you've got a handful of friends you see outside of school. But when you take that out of the way, the rest of those kids, you don't see unless you're at school. Well, it's so just it's this like whole, work. It's whole fun social dynamic. You get to see these new things going there. And of course, there's the school supplies, which I don't, I don't know if kids have it these days. But going and having your whole bag full of new school supplies was kind of magical. Oh. <laughs> so that's that's another thing I was leading up to is like you know what carried you through that week through the two weeks like you said you know that euphoria lasting it was always a pain when you had to go get school supplies at least you know with, with my parents because they'd had the list there and you know I'd be like oh can we get these like no you can get these though and they're always like you know some of the generic ones but every once in a while like you hold up that brand new trapper keeper and you just like use the velcro you're like you're like Oh, you go and you got the nice little clicks. If you got the generic three ring binders, those rings didn't line up after the first two days at all. (laughs) They had the the plastic rings in them. Oh, I'm I'm talking about the the stupid cheap metal ones, too. Oh, yeah, the cheap metal ones. But anyway, it was when you had the store brand knockoffs that looked like Trapper Keepers. Mm -hmm. You you had to have the original Trapper Keeper to have it be, you know. Oh, and you, and you, got to, you got to pick the design of the style. Even thing is folders. You got your folders. You always oh, you get some colored folders, but no, no, no. You can pick a folder with whatever you want on it. And you need like five of them. So you're looking, do I want a, do I want a Detroit Lions one? Do I want a GI Joe one? Do I want a Transformers one? Like, well, did you, did you do the same thing that I did? So when you're going through the school aisle, right. And it gets to the folders part. Cause you did, it, it was a requirement. I think it's still a requirement in school nowadays. I know things are a little bit different with, you know, at home learning and whatnot, but when you had to pick up your folders, right. You did have to have a certain amount of them. So you would just have this plethora of folders laid out in front of you. And like you said, it's everything you could imagine. You know, it's like the Funko pops of folders that you got stuff from every different genre, every different sports team and everything like that. And right away, you look at it, you're like, okay, history, I'm going to go with G.I. Joe because they're soldiers, right? 
Um, let's see. Science. Transformers. Why not? They're robots. You know, um, <laughs> English. English. What do we got for English? Oh, Ninja Turtles, I guess. Uh, you know, you try to make the, the, no, the references. Ninja Turtles was for art class. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I'm kind of glad that I'm not the only one that did that because I never even realized that I put that together. So talking about that, and I remember having those kind of thoughts in my head. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that's the thing you you wanted to have it laid out, and you, you know, you'd get those those. Well, I know that at a certain point, school is kind of relaxed a little bit on them, where you you know you always had to have the number two pencils, right? They had to be number two. If they weren't number two, you would get in trouble. But then they started let allowing mechanical pencils, so that was another whole thing. Is you get to choose. Cause like some of the mechanical pencils had, you know, four or five in there and it had the different colors. So you're like, okay, here's my mechanical pencils. This one's for this class. This one's for this class. And granted you lost a majority of them like the first month in anyway, but it's true. Well, I've got like five pencil tangents. Now that you said that out loud, we'll start with mechanical pencils. Okay. One, the greatest thing ever. Cause you got to make the little bow and arrows. If you tore them apart and cut a hole in the middle of them, <laughs> you're rubber band, you can make them little weapons. But number two, mechanical pencils. How many times did you get hosed because you had your favorite mechanical pencil and then you realized that the refillable lead that you bought was not the right size? Oh, that was the, the worst. 0.5 millimeter lead doesn't go in the 0.7 millimeter bit of pencil at all. When and you're sitting there frustrating, you, you, you get it, you refill it and you go to click and the lead just goes pew, right out because this is too small when you're like. Teacher, can I have a pencil? I told you to bring yours. Um, I did. I'm out of lead. <laughs> Well, the thing with the mechanical pencils, too, is like if you got the wrong kind, those erasers didn't work worth a crap or the ones that had like the the stacked erasers on them. You know what yeah. I'm talking about? Where you, Those were always weird, too. And you lose those. And they had the, they had the kind of in between two with the little push pencils mm-hmm. it was a plastic pencil with like 15 or 20 little pointed leads that were stacked oh, yeah, on top yeah. of each other. So once one got dull, you just put it in the top and then push down the next one. Those are really fun. But one time through. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, I also remember there was a, at my elementary school, there was a pencil machine that they would refill and it would be the random smattering of pencils, you know, just colored ones with glitter designs on them. But then they started adding in the like sports teams ones. So they'd have all the NFL team pencils. And I don't even want to think of how many quarters I stole from my own penny jar and probably my parents' penny jar to go to the school and try and buy NFL pencils to get on my favorite teams. When, when you look at this box, and it was 25 cents a pencil, but if you looked at what was actually in there, you probably had a 1 in 20 shot of getting a sports pencil, let alone one of the teams you liked. But you tried and tried and tried and traded with else trying to get the right pencil. Did you ever get let down because you bought a pencil that looked really cool? And like, there's a couple things. Like, one, it didn't write good. Well, I guess. Use my proper <laughs> English. Uh, two... It had that weird, you didn't know it had that weird film on the outside. So when you go to sharpen it, it like tears it up Ugh. and it starts to unravel it. And you realize it's just like a sticker wrapped around a pencil. And you're like, the heck? Or or you grab a pencil and you go to sharpen it and it just shreds it. Because it's like that crappy wood. Yeah, it was like the wrong kind of the wrong grain or something like that. So yeah, just... right. So you just sit there cutting. You're just sitting there like hours. You know, teacher's like, "Can you hurry it up?" You're like, oh, "My pencil's not sharp." <laughs> and then you go to write down, and the the lead just falls out or just like breaks immediately. <sighs> that feeling of like when you sharpen a pencil brand new, it's got that super super fine point. And you go to write your name, and you're like, mm. Bit, "Click," and then it snaps <laughs> off. You're like, "This is not going to be a good day." <laughs> 
Uh, there's a better it, analogy for adulthood. I don't know what it is. <laughs> it's true. And I, I'm interested about because you mentioned they lack. They were more lax what they allow now because they required the number twos for us. Mm-hmm. The number twos seemed like not a bad requirement because looking back on it, we decided to make sure we got number two pencils, but there was a plethora of different kinds of pencils. I look at the kids' list I have to get now, and it's super specific. It's like you need the Ticonderoga TP6 six-pack of pencils, blah, blah, blah. I can't just get pencils. Right. And, and I guess the big push now is they want to have things exact so all kids have the same stuff. So some kid doesn't show up, you know, with his fancy designer pencils and somebody else shows up with the Walmart oh. brand or something. But it's frustrating. It makes it easier because I can just get the box where all the kids' school supplies are in it and it shows up at our desk. We're good to go. But it does take away that back to school shopping fun, fun. I use yeah. in parentheses. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the thing is, is you brought it up, you know, the, they want the whole like everybody has the same thing. That was the joy. And I, I know, you know, looking back at it, sometimes I was also the kid that didn't get it. But that was also the joy. You go, you get to pick out your own supplies. You're that cool kid that shows up with the cool pencil box. Because, you know, we had to have that pencil box to keep our you got pencils the in our Captain box. Planet pencil yeah, box. <laughs> right. Or or the pencil bag or, you know, the, like I said, the trapper keepers or like just. I don't know, just having that, that, that freedom to customize your own stuff was mm-hmm. just so awesome. You pull, roll up, you got the smell good markers that don't well, write worth a crap, but they There smell was good. only like two or three kids in any class that had the scent markers, mm-hmm. but there was always a couple kids that did, and everybody got to, oh, <laughs> Mr. Sketch, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> so at work, at work somebody left a, a pack of those in the in my desk that took over i was like what i just cracked one open and right away just flooded back you know like our podcast that we did about smells it just triggered everything mm-hmm. i was like oh yeah there we go and the licorice oh nope yep i remember that one and then by the end of the day you realize like i might need to go to a doctor you have like six <laughs> colors of marker under your nose like a crackhead <laughs> and you know every once in a while you'd be like i wonder if this tastes like how it smells. And even though you've done it before, you'd still do it again. Yep. Can't, can't deny that. <laughs> right. And then like it smells so much like green apple. No, nope. doesn't taste like it. <laughs> well, and then too, remember like when, cause what was the other? So you had to bring your own scissors, which if you got the wrong ones, they didn't cut worth the crap. The, you had Especially to get your own pencils, lefty. right? <laughs> yeah. You had a, you had a special, um, you had to get your own pencils, your own pens. Um, and then the pencil boxes or pencil bags, your folders. And then for some reason at, you know, at a certain point, I don't remember when this stopped, but like, I think it was like fifth and sixth grade. It, you still had to get, it was glue and you had to have a glue stick. And again, that's again, if you didn't get the name brand glue stick, you're taking a gamble. So mm-hmm. if you didn't get Elmer's. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Those it, glue it, sticks it, were. <laughs> well, even not, I can't not even put the, my art project together. I have the equivalent of chapstick in my art kit. Right. You're sitting there, you're like, they're like, you don't need that much. You're like, yes, I do. You put it on there and your paper just kind of warps because it's just so wet from it and it still doesn't <laughs> stick. It just slides. My favorite, you see the art project, and there's a piece of paper stuck to you like, oh, it worked. And then you go to pick it up and both pieces dry with glue on it, but they don't actually stick yep. together. <laughs> or then you had, you know, you got the normal Elmer's glue in the, in the little thing where if you were bored, you'd sit in class and put some on your hand and just sit there and clap and make spider webs, you know. I I did that a lot, Um, but then you had the, like in the nineties, they made everything like cool colors. So you, then you had that weird neon blue, clear blue. Yeah. The clear blue. blue. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which it's, it was cool, but I feel like it didn't work as well. And also I'm pretty sure I saw people trying to taste it to see if it looked like, if it tasted like mint. I did not do that. 
I will admit it. I, I tasted the markers. I didn't taste glue. <laughs> That's, don't give me that. I'm going to plead the fifth. <laughs> oh, you were one of those. <laughs> oh, I didn't eat it. Just chewed on it sometimes. Like you have the, the white Elmer's glue around the edge of a, the lid, and you get the afterwards, and it's just like super, super crunchy, almost like glue. So you could chew on it, you'd spit it out, but it was a weird texture thing. What about like the creme de la creme of school supplies? Your lunchbox and your backpack. The plastic lunchbox with the matching thermos that mm-hmm. was somehow not cool by the time fifth grade rolled around is still my favorite <laughs> thing. I still have a Transformers one down in the basement now. I don't use it because I don't want it to break. But <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know. It's like it's always fun. Like, you know, you look you look now, you walk down the school supplies aisle. I, like you said, everything's kind of just like this is what you need. This is what you need. You know, it, it kind of takes the magic out of the sludge that is school supplies. Mm-hmm. The backpacks, though, on the however, is still some of them are still pretty cool. But it was always one of those ones. Again, if you go, you have to make sure that you're not just going necessarily for like, oh, this one has Marvin the Martian on it. Cool. Because that zipper. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 uh, I think I made my mom mad because I very much wanted to get a backpack that I like the way it looked. And four out of five years, I got a backpack that didn't make it through the year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sometimes didn't make it through the first month. Well, when you get, you know, when you get to like middle school and part of early high school and you have to carry all the books around and everything like that, which I don't think they really have to deal with now, but we, you know, they history, you get the book this thick English, you're getting a book this thick as well as another book. And then, you know, science are getting a book this thick. You put that in those backpacks of course, the I was always just tear off. <laughs> I was always the one strap, and always got yelled at because they're all like, "That's gonna ruin your posture," and that's why yeah, I walk like you know this what's ruining my posture? The thirty-five pounds of books you gave me, <laughs> or the crappy chairs we had to sit in. But that, and you're sitting there filling it up, and like the zipper kind of like just pulls apart. <laughs> you mentioned chairs, but I gotta say, the chairs from high school I thoroughly miss. They were not comfortable. But those big plastic metal desks that had the desk built on with a chair and the little one wraparound metal bar on the side are the greatest inventions in history for popping your upper back. You come into class, get in the front, get your back lined up and push against the front of the desk and just pop, pop. Oh, yeah. People across the room could hear it. It was magical. Yeah, but I mean, I, I, would, that... I, I would buy one of those to have in my basement just so I could do that once in a while. I'm pretty sure you could go get one from a thrift store if you really wanted to. I'm going to have to do that. <laughs> I don't need to go to a chiropractor. I got this school <laughs> desk. <laughs> well, the thing is, is, too, is like those desks. I know exactly what you're talking about. Those, those awful metal chairs and or not metal chairs, but like the plastic ones where some sometimes they had like a little tear, like a little crack. And if you didn't know, you sat there and, you know, if it was the summer, you're wearing shorts and all of a sudden it just pinch. Mm-hmm. Like, oh <laughs> yeah there's a lot of awkward times like that i, mean, I will say quite understand they made the chairs so uncomfortable because well if it makes kids sit correctly for their posture because they no, sit it correctly doesn't. it doesn't hurt like you're asking a 12 year old kid to get up at 6 15 in the morning and sit in a room for an hour and a half they're not going to be sitting with perfect posture like you're, you're lucky they're still awake and not throwing things at you <laughs> I don't think I ever, uh, you know, they say they want to make, make sure kids sit properly. Those they're not comfortable. So you're like, if you're trying to sit up, you're like, and then you go over it. And like, when you're doing an hour long lecture about something that is just boring, you're like trying to get comfortable. One arm over the side, one leg on the desk next to you and your arm pushed wedged against the side, holding you up. You're like, all right, we got this. Right. (laughs) 
Let's do some learning. <laughs> oh man. Uh, what else? Hey, I mean, like I, I think back to memories too of the I didn't have them, my sister did, and I'm pretty sure almost every girl in my class through almost all of elementary and middle school was Paul Frank. Lisa Frank. Every Lisa Frank, yeah, not Paul Frank. Paul Frank was was like, Lisa Frank. Was, Lisa yeah, Paul Frank. Frank was the monkey looking. Yeah, yeah, Lisa Frank. All those the the neon zebras and yeah, weird and looking tigers, and kitties yeah. and ti- like God. And I I couldn't stand the things. And I had some girls in my class. I remember seeing it, and I looked at it, and I just like, why on earth do you have this? Like this is because at the time. You know, granted, this was before I was trying to be an adult and watch Sports Center. But you're looking at you like you see this stuff. You're like this looks like a preschooler's notebook. Like, why? How is this the most popular school supply for every every little girl in my class? But I'm pretty sure Lisa Frank was still popular, like throughout all of middle school. Maybe a couple still had it. Oh, yeah, ironically she, in high school but i want to say the 80s all the way through most of the 90s that was like the thing and yeah i just think she had, must have a heck of a marketing agent to get her ties in with all the big box stores Man, well she think. actually started coming back through mm-hmm. so that's i mean that's kind of cool but uh I, I don't know i mean for whatever reason too you're you're taking you remind me of something else like the scratch and sniff stickers i don't know why but those are always part of the school supplies too i don't know why i always threw them in there or like the weird bubble stickers that you could the you puppy know. stickers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pu- the puffy stickers. You're sitting mm-hmm. there like pushing them, or like even the and the triangle you, pencil grips. Mm-hmm. The triangle pencil that made no sense. It, it makes it holding the pencil earlier. It doesn't hurt my fingers. It makes well, the pencil. Well, they have the pencil holders are supposed to do that kind of thing, which didn't work for me. But the triangle ones made sense because you didn't have to hold on to it, but it just didn't let your pencil roll off. Right. Like, that, that's true. W- could you imagine if you had a nickel for every time your pencil rolled off your I desk throughout school? <laughs> I would be a millionaire. I don't worry. You got this little tiny notch at the very top of your desk that if you sneeze, the pencil still falls out of it. That should hold it. Don't worry. Well, here, explain this to me. Like, too, the, the other thing that makes no sense looking back at it now was the eraser toppers. You know, the basically just erasers that you put over your eraser that didn't erase where the, you know, you, you sit there and erase and it just smears the lead. <laughs> Well, I understood the fact that if you could replace an eraser that was going bad. I get that. But but the, the converse side of that is if you're using an eraser that much, your pencil shouldn't last that long anyway. Well, no. So <laughs> you remember what I'm talking about is like the, the eraser toppers where they had that distinct, like weird, chemically sweet smell to them. But they were, you know, like Care Bears or oh, Transformers. Oh, yeah, the ones that were just decorative that turned your pencil into magic wands, basically. Yeah, right, right, right. But, the, you know, they were supposed to be an eraser but you're sitting here trying to erase and it's either shredding itself apart or it's just that rubber, like and not doing anything, not erasing anything. Yeah. That, that was, that was, that was a thing I think in the nineties, because do you also remember the erasable pens? Yep. Those are all the rage. So you get a pen with a razor. Like, oh, this is magic. And you go to write and then you go to erase it. And I'm fairly certain the eraser was basically what happened if silly putty and a Brillo pad had a baby stuck on the top of the pen. And then you just go to race it paper. and you either have a big blue like smudge an inch and a half long where the thing you're trying to race was or a hole in your paper. Yep. Like that's not erasing. <laughs> I mean, technically. <laughs> then you had what at one point is for certain things you had to have a highlighter and you would sit there. And I remember the first time I had a highlighter and we're you know supposed to be highlighting stuff. The important stuff. 
to me, I'm sitting there going, all this is important. So I'm just highlighting everything because I didn't understand how how to highlight stuff. (laughs) So you you open it up and it's just like neon yellow, just "Ah!" right in your face. Because I don't know. Little Derek now, like, why do you need so many highlighters, son? Because I highlighted my entire history book because it's all (laughs) important. (laughs) (laughs) You need to highlight what's important. Um, I feel like the words. Wait, it's just like, you know, when you get those stupid bubble tests, like where it's A, B, D or A, B, C, D, you know, Scantrons, yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you're doing those, it was one of the point where I'm like, well, this one's A, this one's A, this one's B, this one. I haven't done D in a while, but I, I know, I'm just going to do it because I think, <laughs> you know, it's the same thing with highlighters. I'm like, I'm highlighting, highlighting, I'm looking at it, everything I'm like maybe I'll skip this section. So it doesn't look <laughs> like I'm highlighting everything. Of <laughs> uh, Other odd school advice. I mean, how we had to come with actual metal compasses to school for all of elementary school. Metal compasses and the rulers that had that metal slide on them. Mm-hmm. Where I've talked about this before, where, you know, if you're bored, you sit there and you rub that metal slide on your shoe. You can get it really hot and <laughs> burn your classmates. Mm-hmm. You could also sharpen it, too. <laughs> yep. And that metal <laughs> compass was no joke. That thing had a. No, that, that was a little. It was basically a needle like you could. Yep. What, I had a friend in middle school that pierced the spot of skin between their thumb and forefinger with their compass. Why? I I don't know. I mean, it was, it was, it was not ask, a smart move, but I ask why as the person who used to, you know, when, when we were bored, you used to play quarters, mm-hmm. not quarters, but you where you'd spin the quarter. And if it falls, then you have to like flick it at their knuckles with their knuckles down. Yep. And we as kids were dumb. <laughs> you were, there's, there's no denying it. <laughs> what, what one, about, thing, one thing I do ahead. love that a lot of people didn't was book covers. They had all these special book covers you buy, but my favorite thing in the world was you get the brown paper grocery bag oh, yeah. to put the cover on your book, and then suddenly you have a doodle art board for the entire semester with that book, mm-hmm. and just it was your own personal thing, just all day long, just keep writing and writing and fill it up. By the end of the semester, the entire book was like this graffiti wall of art that was all your own. <laughs> What'd you learn? I don't know, but I drew this really cool thing. Right, check it out. What about like... And, and you reminded me, I meant to go back to this when you said like the kids have to have, you know, everything kind of the same. Remember back, back in the day, we've been doing that all day, but like you had to, like when you got into, especially middle school and math got a little bit harder, you had to get like the Texas Instruments T9, three, whatever it is, T-I-83. calculator. T-I-83. Yeah. You had to get that special calculator. And sometimes people went above and beyond and they pull out this thing. It looks like they're ready to call NASA and land a lunar rock, you know? So, but I'm sitting here like, look what I spelled, <laughs> you know, because you could do that. And then some kids had the, had the ones where you could actually play snake on it. I'm like, my parents didn't give me that one. <laughs> yeah. You, if you want, I, if I recall, you had to get the TA 83 instead of the TA 82. I forget, oh, I forget the names of it. But if you did it, it was the graphing calculator I had to get, which, Nobody knows how to use a graphing calculator. I'm convinced it was. I'm pretty sure my teacher didn't even know how to use it. Sine, tangent, and cosine did some graph stuff, and you entered some formulas. But other than that, it played Snake. Mm-hmm. And if you had a friend that uh, got you hooked up, you could play Space Invaders on it too. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh. It was. Uh... Yeah. Sorry, man. You sure gaggle. do love math. You're always on your calculator. Yep. <laughs> And the the tried and true phase that every math teacher told us, of course, you have to learn this. You're not going to be walking around with a calculator in your pocket for the rest of your life. Sucker. We didn't weep, sucker. (laughs) I have a feeling cell phones were invented just because that one kid was spiteful against their teacher. Like, 
I'm not going to carry what for the rest of my life. I'll show you. <laughs> I'll get you. Oh, man. Yeah, see, this is what it is. I, I haven't gone back to school in for 20 years, but it's still this much nostalgia just talking about it. So, well, And the thing is, too, I was thinking, you know, when you get a job in the real world, especially if it's an office job, sometimes you have to get your own supplies, but that's not as fun. It is no. not as fun as going through and just, I mean, you know, I'm still one of those people that probably would show up to a, like a quote unquote professional meeting with a trapper keeper just because, but one, they don't really make trapper keepers anymore. Um, I do remember speaking back with trapper keepers upgraded to the zipper rather than the, and that was nice, but, uh, or maybe that was an off brand. I don't remember. I know, I know the five star brand had the zipper one. Cause I five star, that's what it is. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, like you said, it was one of those ones where at the summer you're like, oh, I'm bored. And then you go back to school, you're like, yeah. And then after like two weeks, you're like, oh, I should have done this this summer. Can we have summer break again? (laughs) (laughs) Yay, back to school. Oh, school. (laughs) Maybe maybe we should wrap it up with this is like, did you ever have to ride the bus? Uh Uh-huh. Did you always go for the front or the back? Always the back. And why is that? I'm trying to see. I'm trying to judge you here. That's that's where my friends sat. I think. Okay. Because there's always there's always like two reasons to sit in the back. One, well, I, I guess it's if because I think back to middle school. It was the oldest kids always got in the back. Like the fifth graders were mm-hmm. always at the very back of the bus. So it was almost like a rite of passage of once you got old enough, then you could finally sit in the back because they would always take it. And if you try to take the back seat, there was a lot of pushing and shoving and things like that to make sure that the younger kids didn't get the back seats. Right. You're actually hundred percent right on that. I forgot about the, I remember trying to sit in the back once and I got, I got bullied so hard and then I never sat in the back until it was rightfully my time, but you could always sit in the middle too. But the thing is like, if you chose the back, you were, there was one or two re- or yeah, one or two reasons. One bus driver couldn't see you. And most of the times, at least where I went to school, they didn't have bus monitors. So, you know, that's like an air marshal now on a plane, <laughs> but on a school bus back then that had, Way yeah, more power you, than you they could should get have. away with murder if you were a uh, fifth grader with a little bit of muscle. <laughs> right. Two, you would sit in the back because, well, school buses back then, the shocks were not great. And every time you went over a bump, you went flying. Oh, and if you were sitting right above the wheels, mm-hmm. it was it was an uncomfortable ride. <laughs> right. So you either wanted it like you'd sit there, you're like, ready, ready. And you'd fly. And man, those seats, I'm pretty sure... Those seats were um, the buses. I'm pretty sure were from the 50s because the seats had like springs poking out of them and everything. So if you landed wrong, you're in a world of hurt. But you know the only seat belts were in the very front seats. So <laughs> you choose that specific spot, you're getting away with either everything. You're sitting there, you know, back to chewing gum when you're not supposed to, or you know whatever, or you're just flying. <laughs> I love that. We designed these bus seats to be. That's why we don't have seat belts because we designed to be safe. You get in a wreck. I'm like, you mean this metal bar with the three millimeters of uh, fake leather wrapped around the outside of it. That's supposed to protect my face. Oh my God. Did you ever like hit your head on one of those? Cause you weren't paying attention. The bus driver had to hit it. It breaks and you're bam. My worst was if I'd sometimes uh, I had some long bus rides. So I'd fall asleep against the window and you get the trifecta. If they slam on the brakes and hit a bump, you're asleep. And then your face hits the front bar, then the back bar, then the side window again. So you get a little bing, 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 bing. Ah, well, okay. Okay. I'm awake. I'm awake. I will share this last stupid story of mine, <laughs> of mine on a bus. 
Um, elementary school, no, maybe fifth grade. Element, like late elementary school or early middle school. Colorado, wintertime, buses, heaters don't work. So you're all bundled up, right? The inside, the windows are frosted, and the inside of that metal is nice and frosted. I Christmas storied myself, dude. I went, hmm, and I stuck my tongue to the side of that metal, and oh, my God, I freaked out and ripped it, and I had to, like, my tongue just started bleeding. I had to walk up to the bus driver and get Kleenex and just hold it while I went to school because it was just bleeding, and I was such an idiot. I was like, I don't know why I did it. It's just maybe that childish curiosity, but... And you're making fun of me for chewing on paste. <laughs> How much paste have you eaten in your lifetime, though? Not much. <laughs> Are you more of a paste or Play-Doh connoisseur? Play- the Play-Doh didn't taste good. But, you- <laughs> okay, tangents. You could make Play-Doh that was edible. Just let you know. It's- there's recipes for that out there. But uh, we'll probably wrap it up right now because we've probably already talked too long about back to school. But happy right. back to school to all the kiddos out there. <laughs> and I want to know what one of your favorite back to school memories was. We talked about ours from the school supplies to the the feelings of new things to friends. Of like, but let us know at Get Geekish on social media. What is your favorite back to school memory? The nerdier, the better, because no, nobody wants to hear. Oh, I liked going back to see my teachers and get back to learning. That that wasn't. <laughs> that's not what school is about. <laughs> oh man remember the whole like you got to share what you did on summer vacation you're like i got a good story and then somebody tops you're like never mind never mind the year old jesus and like, what, what, what'd you do well <laughs> our car got hijacked and we were on a cruise ship and my dad worked <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right what did you do my parents took me to mount rushmore that was it we saw a moose <laughs> it, was a, it, was a, it was a really big moose <laughs> <laughs> all right all right <laughs> we'll talk to you next week